Kevin, first hey. of all, happy Athletic Trainer Month. Um, so excited for you. Um, I just wanted to take a second to, to thank you um, for all your hard work that you've done for me and for countless other guys that, that you treated um, while, while playing. Um, I could not be more thankful for the time that I got to spend with you, for all the hard work that you did for me, for helping me when nobody else seemed to want to, um, and thinking outside the box and trying all sorts of crazy fun new stuff to help me get better. Uh, you are the best at what you do. Um, I'm proud to be your friend and to have gotten the opportunity to work with you. Enjoy this month. Uh, know you're loved and you're appreciated, man. Talk to you soon. Well, that was a surprise. Mr. Preston Ganey. We Holy got cow. I just, this is what I'll tell you. If anybody's lucky enough to have a Preston Ganey as an athlete, like that that makes your life as an athletic trainer much more enjoyable. It goes both ways, buddy. This is this is for you, my man. Happy National Athletic Training Month. That's awesome. We'll turn the music down. All the way down? Yeah. Turn the music down off. You want to turn it off? We got one more here. Oh, we got one more. We got one more. Shit. Hey, let's see if I can make <laughs> this work here. <laughs> I hope it's for you. No. Oh. Right. I mean, it could be, but it's not. And there's there's a reason why it could be, but and I don't know how this is. Kev, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> hope everything's been going well for you. Can I just want to say happy National Athletic Training Month. You Thank you for always having my back, literally. Um, <laughs> one of the best, if not the best, athletic trainers I've ever had. I miss you, and uh, we'll have to get to, to get together soon again. Freaking you, banger! So, fun fact about that guy. Yeah, he's one of two athletes that you and I have both worked with. Yeah. I think that one's a little quiet. That one's gonna be tough for people to hear. It's on there though. All right. It's on there. So Josh Josh was one of my college athletes and got Ooh. drafted um, by the Milwaukee Brewers organization, and five or six years later, he ends up with you. Yeah. And as you heard him awesome. say, Kevin, you are one of the best athletic trainers that he's ever worked with. One of. One of two. No, <laughs> definitely not. So uh, now I think part of it is I reached out to him and said, hey, could you, could you do this for us? That's awesome. So jo another, another amazing, Josh was one of those guys that, um, he didn't need much, right? Like remember, like, so he had t TJ like early, right? With you or right before you, I think it was way before me a when year, he, a year or two before I worked with him. Actually, When he was in the pros, he didn't really need much. The kid no. was just like this freak athlete. Like very, he was a very really athletic. good athlete. Really big calves. Very big calves. Was very, huge calves. Yes, huge calves. Tiny, <laughs> tiny biceps. Um, but that, oh my God, he could throw a baseball. Both of those guys. Yeah. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't, I've played catch with Josh too. 
but it was when he dropped down a little bit. So that was kind of scary. You don't ever want to play with a guy that dropped down, especially Preston. a new drop down guy. Cause they don't know where Whoa. it's going. You don't know where it's going. They don't know where it's going. I'm not going to lie. Preston with a fractured back. I played catch with him and my hand has never hurt more. I believe it. That Easy was the, a that was the heavy. Yeah. Okay. That was the heaviest ball I've ever caught in my entire life. Well, this That's is what she said. <laughs> the heaviest ball I ever caught. Hey, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Preston. Love you guys. Miss both of you. So Hope happy. I see both of you soon. Happy National Athletic Train Month to all the athletic trainers on the live stream tonight. We are recording this on Monday, <sighs> March 29th. Uh, if you are not part of the live stream, you will catch this in April, and it won't be National Athletic Training Month. But who the hell cares? It's still, it's still good. You still did a good job. Everyone should recognize Absolutely. what we do. Uh, I know we've been battling the last two weeks about some of the the beef that's going on, um, some of the negativity What's in the athletic dinner? training world. Um, we're going to flip it tonight, and our future topic is going to be positive. We're going to talk about the value in athletic training. What? I think it's oh. I think it's probably the best thing we could do to, to wrap up the month is to talk about the value that athletic trainers bring to sport. Value. So that's going to be our feature topic. Okay. No, so stick around for that. You got any, like how it. are you doing? How are you doing? Things are good? I Things haven't seen good. you since we were here last week at the, the Brew Fitness Studio. I feel like I Milwaukee. never see you anymore. No. I feel like six weeks ago I saw you all the time. Now I never see you. Um, you're always traveling. You're always I, gone. You're always, you're always I, being a father. You're always like oh. being a husband. Like this is ridiculous. I don't know why. Failing, have, failing at all. Why have you not made time for me? This is ridiculous. Um, yeah. And now I'm currently not living right below you for for one for a week for, for a week. I'm just house sitting. That's all. Kevin Joyce is on the podcast. And what he up, says, Kevin? Discussion in his athletic training room today. Is it play catch or just have a catch? Because are you playing catch? I play catch. My Let's fav- go play catch. My favorite thing is to, said have a catch. is to watch guys throwing the ball to each other and they're not catching it, and it's not catch. It's just a game of throw. Fetch. Said you guys are having a nice game of throw over there. Nobody's nice. catching anything. Great game. Of, I, I often played a great game of fetch. Fetch. But for the other guy. Yeah. I mean, it, you, let's be honest. I would, When you I, throw that hard, you can't control it, Kevin. Exactly. I mean, oh. So welcome to everybody to the show. Thank you again if you're on the live stream. This is our last public live stream. This is. So if you want to continue to do this and join, get yourself a membership. And now. maybe at the end of the show, we'll tell you why you should be getting yourself a membership. Ooh. Because why? National Athletic Training Month it might why? be wrapping up, but we're not. We are not. I, so. This is not the last episode of this show. Well, Promise. I mean, unless, mean, unless we somehow get canceled off of something we say today. Is there like a, is there, there's got to be a governing board that says you can't say those words. That's like the FCC or something, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Probably. What do you, what would you give the rating? Like if you were to rate us from G to you know triple what? X, <laughs> what do you give us? An R. An R? We drop an occasional F-bomb or we talk about some suggestive people, concept. People drop occasional F-bombs on like. FX now. I mean, it's on regular Here's TV. Here's what I want to do. I want to go real quick. I just this. saw. I want to see. On. Let's just take a look at the ratings. What are the, what are the ratings? So we do are we have- at a solid five out of five. Wow. How it, are we a five a, out of five? I know we have a lower star. 
I think on on here it rounds to the the normal or to the closest. So we're tenth. four. We're four point nine 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 nine. We're four point nine. Yeah, you can see a couple one star reviews. At least two of them. Um. Well, actually, probably more than that. One hundred thirty one ratings. A five point review. Now our last our last review was way back in August twenty second, by Britt Carlson. Here you can see this if you're on the YouTube. So write us a damn review, people. We need we need something <laughs> new to. To, to talk about here. So. Hannah, you're stressed out by this number right here. <laughs> this this one, 303. I Don't wish, worry. I wish you could That's see That's a mine. low number. I, I just cleaned house. That was 400 not too long ago. Oh, my God. I just, I, mine. How, how about. Oh. My personal, my personal Gmail just hit like. 22,000 unread emails. Holy cow. And I I literally cleaned that all up like a year and a half ago, and I couldn't keep up. Like, I, I, just, I stopped again. I hate when you can't keep it up. You know, there's a pill for that. Yeah, I know. There's a couple different pills now. They're all mad that I got. Okay, I'll work on the unread emails. Maybe. <laughs> those, those are all emails from your coaches. No, they're actually all really old. <laughs> Actually, uh, most of them are like um, I follow like men's health or yeah. like muscle fitness, of and course. it's like, oh, here's the article we're talking about today, and I'm like, oh, I'll just read this later, and then I never read it. I use so I use my personal email for that was sign- my pers- that was my personal yeah email. I okay. use my personal email to sign up for everything, and then I give out like I don't give out my work email to subscription services or anything like that, so. My work email is fine, but my per- personal, I swear to God, it would say 22,000 plus on that little red dot. 22,000 I don't know if I could, plus. If I could pull it up easily. <sighs> so we are here at the Brew Fitness Studios here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Where? Brew oh. Fitness, where if you are traveling to, you should come check it out. Get yourself a nice little 10-day pass. Yeah. Although, are they doing that during COVID? I guess it, Ryan... I think they are. Yeah, probably. I think they are. It's a fantastic gym. It is a fantastic gym. Also, good acoustics. Our friends at Healthy Roster are the official sponsor oh. of the show, www.healthyroster.com. Those those friends of ours. They are they are best friends. Best friends that anyone so could if, have. If you're looking for a new EMR or one of their other survey-based platforms, you should check them out. Do you think we could Highly could, recommend. Could we go to like on a like a little Las Vegas trip again with Dan and the the folks from Healthy Roster, and we could all be the best friends that anybody could ever have. The next time that there's a a, a actual convention, I I'm so excited. I know they're doing another so virtual one. Virtual this year. Do, this is does bullshit. anybody know what 2022 is? That's a really long time away. But like, do we know where 2022? We're is? We're hosting a party. Absolutely, we are. We're hosting something. I don't care. We're getting everyone together. We're getting the band back together. Brought to you by Rick Cox. I might give you COVID. Just kidding. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> what are you I'm drinking? Gonna get, you know what? I'm going like, to give everybody COVID so we all have to quarantine together, and it would be awesome. <laughs> As I look at the screen here. What is that? What does look, that remind it looks you like, of? It looks like, it honestly looks like a medication. It looks like some sort of something you get right off the Walgreens shelf. And it is a medication. Like a cough syrup. It's a it's a cashmere 
It's called the Cashmere Sweater, and it's a double IPA. If there's a better medication, I don't know of one. Mm. It's from 1840, which is a local brewing company, very close to our residence of living. Interesting. I've never heard of it. I don't know why they chose this bottle. I, I would agree. This is... This is what iodine used to come in right? back in, you know, the 1840s. Um, what I also find interesting is that they totally stole the Seinfeld logo as their that oh, logo. Yeah, for sure. The, yeah, the now, font. But the only thing I don't understand is, and I, I've watched a lot of Seinfeld, but I don't know it by heart. Maybe somebody on the live podcast. Is there something... In like, is there a cashmere sweater reference in Seinfeld? I need to know, because otherwise, I don't understand why they would have the Seinfeld sign on there. Everybody, see somebody that? on the live stream is going to know yeah. Seinfeld. Do they talk cashmere? Oh God, yeah. Seinfeld or Friends, Chad? Seinfeld or Friends? Uh, did you watch either? Yeah, I would watch both. I, I'm not real. I I didn't. I haven't seen every episode of either show, but like if it was on, I would sit down and watch it because I enjoyed them. I just wasn't, at that time in my life, I wasn't, like, obsessed with TV like I am now. Like, I wouldn't binge yeah. anything. I wouldn't make yeah. a plan unless it was a sport in an event. You know, if it wasn't if it wasn't a, a game, I didn't plan my week around it. We've never done the Seinfeld um, cast. We've done the Friends cast. No, we should do a Seinfeld. Yeah. That's actually, let's put it on the list. Um, I would say, though, I would prefer, I'm going to go Seinfeld. Just because... You're definitely more of a Seinfeld person. I, I always enjoy a good stand-up comedy routine or something very... You are, you are 100% more of a Seinfeld humor person. Yeah, I think so. Like, you don't particularly like The Big Bang Theory. I hate it. Yeah. I've watched, I watched half an episode and I couldn't... I I'm loved like, it. I'm like, it's too dry. I thought it was great. I, I just think some... I just couldn't connect with some of the characters. Yeah. And I think that's where it lies. I, I loved Friends. I, I basically have it memorized because I've watched so many episodes. But I do also love Seinfeld. I'm one of the few people that actually likes both. Sure. But I would gravitate I liked, towards Friends. I liked both. I did. I would, I would, if it was on, I wouldn't turn either one off. Bourbon straight. Yeah. Way to go, Dylan. All right. So we what talked about of- our friends at Healthy Roster. We, we, uh, I, I, that's all I've got. That's all I got for intro. Do you have anything else you want to mention before we pound this show tonight? Oh, let's pound it hard. Let's go. We're going to wait. We're going to wait to see how long (laughs) Hannah, it takes Hannah to type. Let's go, Hannah. Hey, it Listen, takes, cargo Hannah, pants. It's taking you way too long. Did you I know see, we're on, we're, I know we're on a delay. That's why. Did you see? I went on Twitter earlier today. What? What? What happened? No. Who are you? I got. Who I, are you? I got lost. I got lost in the universe of um, what pants or shorts Hannah was wearing, and whether or not <laughs> they were khaki yeah. hiking pants or cargo pants or zip off like shorts. I mean, what? You guys are crazy. I love it. Oh, I did. You see the post about what temperature? Yeah, is, what temperature? Yeah. And what, you what know do you what? got? I loved. Okay, so for short, I appreciate. I appreciate Nate coming out and saying, you know what? I I he makes a power play. 
He says, it's 50 degrees outside. That's warm for me. I'm going to wear shorts and I'm going to eat a popsicle. It's not cold. It's okay. Like, you don't have to complain about things. Now, this is what I'll say. I don't get cold very easily, but I'm not wearing shorts in that weather. Like, right now, it's, I mean, it's 50, 60 degrees out. I'm not wearing shorts. I will show. Seven I, years ago, I would have, but now I'm just man. like, I just want to be warm all no, the time. There's some, yeah, there's something like, I'm, I've given up on being like, no, I'm fine. I'm right? fine. That's I'm how fine. I, yeah, as like, you get no, older. I'm, yeah, whatever. Like, I'd, I'd rather be a little, a little warmer. Now, Ed, that being said, I can handle cold really well. Yeah. I think Ed said it best on Twitter when he said, shorts with long Shocking. sleeves. Oh, yeah. Like, shorts bad. with, shorts with like a, a light, uh, like a long sleeve, something that, that's, that's where I'd like to live. Yeah. So, uh, but that had nothing to do with any of tonight's stuff. So where do you want to start this show? Wherever. I'm just going to hit a button, see what happens. Yeah, just hit one. Uh, F, Mary kill. Okay, let's go for it. F, one, marry one, kill one. Uh, Kevin, we're going to talk about some doctor scenarios. Rick is claiming that he said the shorts with the long sleeve. My apologies. Oh, it, was, it was Rick. Fine, sir. Well, Rick doesn't have feelings, you know? <laughs> he doesn't know cold. He doesn't know hot. I didn't even know he Chuck doesn't know Norris being, needed clothes. He doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know what it feels like to be tired. <sighs> Cyborg. What is it like to Chuck be Rick? Norris? Is he more Chuck Norris or is he more like Terminator? Why didn't we put Rick Cox in the fat bracket this year? Next year. Because there's no chance he's a real person. He's, he's a fictional, fictional character. Has anybody actually met Rick? No. We have. One time. Once. At one time at band camp. Kevin, if I gave you three doctor scenarios and you had to F one, marry one, and kill one. All of them. Done. All Killed. Right. All so right. what, what did we say? We said the first scenario is going to be your athlete goes to the doctor without you knowing. No. Second scenario. Dumbass. Is your athlete... You schedule an appointment for a doctor appointment. Well, you schedule your athlete with a doctor and they no show. Oh, crap bag. Third scenario. <laughs> you call the doctor's office to schedule appointment for said athlete and the schedule just doesn't align and it's going to take you extended period of time. Ass clown. Um holy cow. All right. Obviously, very de- uh, very dependent on your setting, but I'm thinking broadly as an athletic trainer. If I make an appointment and my athlete no-shows, I got to kill that. <laughs> but you're not I killing have- the scenario. You're killing the athlete. Oh, yeah. I have to kill that. I have to kill the idea that we went through that work. I'm sure my doctor got him in as soon as they could, maybe saw him earlier or later in the day, like whatever it is. And they no show, um, disrespect on all forms of that uh, scenario. So I got to kill that. I'm going to, I'm going to, then I'm going to F my athlete going to the doctor, but not telling me because, I'm hoping 
they thought it was an emergency and they went to the doctor. Like, they're like, my shoulder was bothering me. My chest hurts. I thought I was having a heart attack because everybody knows those are symptoms of a heart attack. You guys get what I'm saying. Um, and they went to the doctor. They went to urgent care. No, no, no. Hey, look, it just looks like you have a rotator cuff tear. Well, you should have somebody else look at that. Not an athletic trainer. They don't yeah. know what they're doing. Um, and then I'm going to marry the inconveniently long wait time to get in the get into the doctor. And this is why. <laughs> I, I I've said this time and time again. Barring we're in a surgery situation, like I've told patient, athlete, whatever, over and over and over again, when you get your MRI on your shoulder and it's a labral tear or it's a rotator cuff tear or it's impingement, we're going to do the same shit. (laughs) We're going to treat your shoulder and try to restore function in the way that it's supposed to be going forward. Like, I don't want to treat the rotator cuff tear. I'm trying to treat the shoulder. And so if my athlete gets in the doctor or not, I'm just not going to worry about it. I do understand that has implications on some coaches are like, I don't want them playing until they see a doctor. I don't want this until they see a doctor. High school kids, they can't get cleared until they see a doctor. But out of those three... I got to marry that one. I got to marry that one. Interesting. Okay. Do you think there's ever been an athletic trainer? Mm-hmm. Go to athletic training school. Then go to med school. You become a physician. Like you become MD doctor. But you work as an athletic trainer? No. Okay. <laughs> like, could you imagine that though? Could you... Yeah, you just saw the doctor. It, it's me. It's funny because our... I don't know what the rules are on that. but At our school, our head, our director of sports medicine, our head athletic trainer... Are they doctors? Our athletes always think that they're the doctor. They're like, oh, can oh. I see the doctor on Monday? I'm like, well, the doctor's not... We have to like... The doctor's only in like one hour each week and... So we have to schedule that. And he's like, well, no, I see him every day there. I'm like, no, that's not a doctor. So, Aaron, they think you're a doctor. Oh, way to go, Aaron. Congratulations to you. Nice job, Aaron. You should immediately demand a, a pay raise. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them you're dual credentialed. <laughs> <laughs> and not just this CSCS bullshit. And it happened, it happened when John Oxenwald was the director of sports. Oh, yeah. too. People thought he was the doctor. So, he kind of looked like a doctor, though. He walked around a little like a doctor. I don't disagree. <laughs> All and right. Then who, like, then director of sports medicine, or director, wait, what's, I'm assuming you're talking about Dr. Earl. No? No. Our, our head athletic trainer's role is now called the director of sports medicine. Oh, okay. Head athletic trainer. Gotcha. Director of sports med. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Dylan asks, what are your opinions on athletes calling you Doc? Only if they say, what's up, Doc? <laughs> um, I don't like it. I'm not a doctor. I don't care. You can call me anything. I'm so not. I don't like I it. I just don't care. Eh. I don't care. But this is coming from the same person and hot take. I don't get that offended when people call me trainer. 
But I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I will tell yeah. athletes, some people are offended if you say that, so be careful, but I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I'll let them know that it's going to offend some people. It used to be a very common thing to call an athletic trainer. Yep. Like, again, it's the whole. Like back in the 50s, when athletic training really started becoming an actual profession. Yeah. Like athletes would call, like say, you got to go see the doc. Yeah. And it would be an athletic trainer. That or I, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So what are you FMKing? Do you remember what they was talking, we were yeah. talking about? Okay. Yep. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to start with the F. I'm going to F with the scheduling challenge. Okay. I'm going to F with that because sometimes the anticipation is, the buildup is actually the fun part of the game. The ju- <laughs> Wait, what is it? What the juice Building is better up. than the squeeze, or the squeeze is better than the juice, or something? Like that? Um, man, that is such a good movie. <laughs> I know we've we haven't done that movie here. That's one of my favorite movies, actually. Yeah, the juice is worth the squeeze. The juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of Girl Next Door. That's where that's the quote where I know that movie from. Now I am too. Or the movie that I know that quote. I speak so backwards. How that? do I do a freaking po- podcast? So anyways, I think the anticipation of scheduling sometimes might be a little fun. Like, oh, when are we going to get this in? Cuthbert or something. Yeah. Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert. Straight off 24 into that role. I thought she was going to be the next big thing. And then after that movie, she kind of fizzled a little. Still still cashing those royalty checks, though, I bet. I believe it. Um, So anyways, I'm going to marry... I'm going to marry... Me scheduling an appointment with a doctor for an athlete and them no-showing because I did my job. I, at the end of the day, I can lay my head down and say, you know what, I didn't do anything wrong. I scheduled it. I did what I was supposed to do. The athletes screwed it up. They have to pay the consequences. And they just... We did our job. We did, we, we did nothing wrong. Yeah. You can't, you can't blame stupid. Yes, you can. Um... <laughs> How about, and so then I'll have to kill when the athlete goes to see a doctor without you, without your knowledge. I hate that situation. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Um, it just annoys me. It's like, you just wasted everyone's time, and most of the time you have wasted everyone's time. Yeah. But that's okay. Because we're a freaking tripod. A freaking tripod. Um, okay, we good on that. Yeah. What's next? Um, let's do friend or foe. Okay. This is a good one. It's kind of a con- like continuation of a previous conversation. Continuation. Uh, friend or foe this week, Kevin? Yeah. A ten month or nine month? I don't care whichever you want. Um, yearly. Nine month. Is are there any nine months? I've seen some. Yeah? I think some GA positions are. Um, So a a nine-month contract. Nine or ten-month contract. So not a full-year contract. So you only work nine or ten months out of the year. Mm -hmm. So you only get paid paid. prorated. This ain't teaching. Usually, usually get paid prorated salary. This ain't a teacher's contract. Yeah. Mm. Friend or foe. You know what's a foe about it is sometimes you're you get like 
oh, well, it's a 10-month contract, so I'm getting paid, you know, $41,000 a year. But it's really like I'm getting paid, you know, $46,000 a year. Like, it's a very dangerous, like, precedent to set in your head of, like, I'm monthly I'm making more money than I my contract says, but in reality I've only made what my contract says. So just, I mean, if you're listening to this, just make sure you don't sell yourself short. And, I mean, you're making $41,000 a year. Like, you're not, don't, and don't let anybody be like, well, that it frees you up to, like, work camps and this and that and that. Like, no, no, no. So, I, honestly, I'm going to say faux. Um, I know a lot of athletic trainers do live on the 10-month contract year to year to year to year. Um, right here. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. Dylan says, foe, I am oh, on a 10-month contract and my team is moving. And if I have no clue, and I have no clue if I will have a job next year, even if I say mm. I'm willing to move. And they, I mean, that's, that's the perfect example. My So my first few years in baseball, I was on a season contract, which was, it was actually like an eight-month contract. I only got paid during the season. Um I had no guarantee of being with the team the next year. Granted, this professional organization was not going to move, I mean, from Milwaukee to wherever, like most likely, but it happens. And that would really, really, as as I got older, it would have definitely made me have a very tight sphincter, (laughs) very tight sphincter. And so to me, is having a tight sphincter, is that a friend or a foe? <laughs> Ooh. Sometimes it's a friend, though. Because sometimes having a tight sphincter makes you better at your job. I, I will say this. Um, we, had an, we had an organization at one time that had an administration that made us walk around with a very tight sphincter. Mm-hmm. And it, it made you stay on top of the ball. And, I, I mean, that's why they did it. Now... I think the 10-month contract is a foe. I'd rather have no contract. And I think I said that the last time we talked about we FMK contract. You did say that, yeah. I'd rather have no contract um, than a 10-month. I would rather be in a situation that I know at least from calendar year to calendar year, I have this job. Um, there's, there's not this, cause every 10 month contract, it's always that gap. I feel like it opens the conversation of, do we really need this person? Maybe we can get a cheaper Dylan working our hot, Whoa. working our te- like team. Right? Hot take. I mean, I'm sure he's making six figures, right? Bank. I mean, the guy is, is good at what he does, Right. Um, I believe it. So I think I got a foe. I got I got a foe the ten month contract. Have you ever been on a ten month contract? Yeah, right? every every year of my life, right? Every year of my career. Has Is it been. a ten month contract, or are you on a year contract where you get two months off? Do you get what Do you get what I'm asking? Yeah, I I've, uh, I've been on both. Okay, in both situations. Um. 
Okay, so let's let's read a couple of these here. Mm. Um, obviously, Dylan said foe. Bree Sage said friend. Um, I guess at least my in my situation because she gets her summers off and she gets paid extra to work in the summer on top of her normal monthly salary. Who does that? Bree Sage. Well, Bree, where, where, where do you work, Bree? High school? What do you do? Kevin Joyce says, depends on the 10-month contract. If you get paid for 12 months but work 10, a friend. Daniel Priest, and I don't know, is Daniel new to the live stream? Daniel, is this your first first time here? And I want to know. I, know, I, wanna, I know his name, but I don't at, know if he's been on. Look at the look at the avatar. It's like it's like the Hulk. It's like Red Hulk and Green Hulk, I think. He said, foe, I'm a high school ATC, and the athletes are always doing stuff in the summer, and I feel it's a liability issue. I would rather work to 12 months. That's a great point. Yeah. It's like you know you're going to, like, there's that, that, like, oh, my God, I'm just going to get buried in the hole deeper if I'm not there to help them now. It's like, would you rather do the work now to make it easier two months from now or just it's a wild goose chase now and you have to catch up and now. So, you know, you know, man, all these tough. like these rules that we for some reason to to not allow tampering in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't allow a certain amount more than a certain amount of like hours or days of contact between coaches and athletes. Yeah. I know for a fact that there are facts fact that are, there's a lot of schools that rely on their athletic trainer to then be a go between mm-hmm. of this, right? Yeah. Just to keep like, just to keep a, like your, your finger on the pulse of what's going on with the athletes. I don't understand why a high school athletic trainer with maybe the strength conditioning specialist, if there is one, or the athletic trainer is also partially the strength conditioning specialist. Why can't they run summer programs during the summer that are meant to be, you know, prevention of injuries? Yeah. You know, I just, I mean, and maybe you don't pay the athletic trainer. My, my first thought is you're paying this athletic trainer $45,000 a year for a 10-month contract not asking for $52,000 a year, just keep paying me the entire year like you would the teachers in the building. That's my situation. Yeah. My salary is X. It's spread out over 12 months. I only have to work 10. Therefore, I say huge friend in my situation. Yeah. I love it. You're in fact, I, I'm counting down the days. Sorry, Aaron, and sorry, everyone else. I, my situation, I love my summers. Off. I need to recharge. Like, and I think part of it's because my busy season is like right now. Yes. Like the rest of the year is pretty easy for not easy. It's never easy. There's always a million and one things to do, but like the spring is challenging. Yep. College baseball is so much travel and it's everything jammed in packed tight. That's what she said. Um, and then I get to the end of the season, and it's like, okay, I need a break. I need mm-hmm. a mental health break. And so I take all of June and July to just recharge the battery and get ready for the next year. It's I love it. I, it I would the, never do it any other way. People have asked me a hundred times why I don't go into professional baseball. <laughs> and I'll tell that's because I June don't want to work June and July. You tell me and I get those months of off. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh-huh. Because do I do it's I a really care? And a curse. Do I really care about the 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 level of the baseball? No, I don't care about the level of the baseball. I care about the elbows and the shoulders of the baseball, and oh. the, the low backs and the hips, 
Like, yeah. I don't care if they throw 87 or 97. Who cares? <laughs> if they field not, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. To me, and the, if you're... Both a, of those gentlemen we had on earlier, 97 plus, by the way. I know. I remember... I remember that was the first time I ever looked up at the scoreboard and saw a triple digit when yeah. Josh was pitching. Now that that gun might have been a little hot, but it said a hundo, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'll tell you what. Um, There's nothing like watching the scouts clamor over somebody that throws hard. <laughs> you know, like the so scouts true. are like, so it's true. so much fun to just watch the scouts. Uh, like, it's it's uh, this right in the book. Right in the book. <laughs> and now, and now it's this. It's yeah. Let's get it on video. Oh yeah, video everything. Video mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but yeah. So for me, ten month contract, huge friend. I'm I I love it. So uh, yeah. uh, to answer your question, what um, question? yeah no, you asked a question. Oh, what was my question? Um, you asked Bree what uh what she's at. She's at a high school. Yeah, yeah high school. Um, okay. so Daniel's here, and then. Brady Pollard might be new. Uh, I, Brady, if it's your first time on the live stream, say hello again. Um, Brady says, I think AT should have more summer responsibility for liability and injury prevention, but a break is really helpful mentally and physically. We all, we all need a break. So thank right? you for joining, Brady. Yeah, we, all, we all need a break. And I think you're, like you just brought up this kind of blessing and a curse of your, your season, your year, your year of your contract ends at this high note where I would assume, well, <laughs> or okay. a low note, depending maybe, on how the maybe season's going. <laughs> I, I should say, um, a crescendo busier time, yeah. right? Like yeah. your, your availability for the rest of your outside of work life is the least during your season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it kind of goes whoop, and it cuts off and then you have time. Um, I would imagine your basketball athletic trainers, your volleyball athletic trainers, because they are not, they don't sit at the end of a school year. And now we're talking about school athletic trainers, mm-hmm. whether it's high school or college. Um, you don't get this like, boom, you're done, right? And you don't have any responsibilities other than the, well, hey, dude, you're you're like, we, we have to keep up on this injury. Are you keeping up with doing what you're supposed to be doing? Did you see your doctor back home? Did you do this? Like, that's one thing. I'm going to push back on that a little really? bit. Oh. Because at the high school level, your athletes are your athletes. Most of them, they're going to go from fall sport to winter sport. They'll change sports, but usually your athletes are the athletes. So they're. But correct me if I'm wrong. What's the busy time of high school athletic training? Fall, winter. Fall, winter. Yeah. Spring is like a little track, bit baseball. Like, it's not as intense as yeah. football, basketball, You're right. volleyball. I will, I will like, agree with that. And you just, you don't, you don't get Except to. this year. You don't, oh, I, I, yeah. And I mean, that is true. Everything's shoved in. Every, the every, just One shoved hole. right in there, that tight little space of spring. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I, it's a. From experience of like going 100 miles an hour to zero, it was like, oh my god, yeah, thank you. Well, here's the here's the problem with college athletics. So we just talked about high school athletics, and and with college athletics, my biggest gripe right now is everything is a ton, ten month or year round thing. So volleyball, soccer, those are yeah. fall sports. 
they get done with their fall season, which is their main season, and they don't just stop. They take two or three weeks off, and then they start training for the next year already. Yeah. They get three weeks off. So in college athletics, if you're not going year-round, you're falling behind, and it's incredibly stupid. Um, in fact, the professionals have off-seasons. So yeah. the college the college off-season should be just as long, if not longer, wink, wink, that's what she said, than the <laughs> professionals. If the professionals take three to four months off or six months, depending on you know the sport or the season, don't you think that the college athletes who are also studying and not doing this, getting paid to put their bodies through this, don't you think they should have a longer off-season? No. What do we do? We just say, oh, here's three weeks off after your season, then we're going to start conditioning again. We're going to start, and then we bitch about the, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm getting really riled up here. Then we complain about the overuse injuries and all this stuff and why the athletes are constantly breaking down because you want to go all year round and don't give anybody a break. And there are students and they're trying to work stress level. Forget it. College athletics is stupid. (laughs) They're dumb. It's just, it's, it's so out of control. Yeah. Why did 13 years? It's just, we wonder why it's getting worse. Sports. I mean, honestly, if you don't make the the playoffs in the professionals, how long is that season? Seven months. In my world, February it was, to it was eight months. I mean, four months off. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a month, a month and a half, and then six months of season. So silly. So seven and a half months. Nate just answered a question you asked 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Did you read that? Yeah. Next year, Philly. NATA is in Philly. So this is what we're going to do. Next year, we're going um, to get to Philly. We're going to have a nice time. And then we will all go run the stairs at the art museum or Rocky. whatever it is. Rocky. We're gonna, oh. Then we'll all take a picture in front of the Rocky statue. Hell yes. That's what we'll do. That's a real thing. We're doing it. That was the nut. Like when how I would- many breaks can I take on the way up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did FMK. We did friend or foe. Yeah. Would you want to do the fat? Do you want? Do you want to talk about college bracket? athletics anymore? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> There's a big tournament trying, going on right now. I was trying to be. I was trying to be positive tonight for the end of <laughs> athletic training month, and I got all jacked up on Mountain Dew here. All right. What do you um, want to do next? Let's do the fat bracket because I know Ju- I know my wife's listening. She wants to know who's winning the fi- the fictional athletic trainer bracket this she year. She stakes in Yingling. I know. <laughs> At the same time, Michael get a Yingling over over there. They have it. He's got one left, and I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> okay, he'll he'll charge you. I don't care. So, are we gonna figure out? Are you gonna let me know? Oh who, yeah, we don't know who won. In fact, <laughs> like, I, legitimately, it's, it's, we don't know. I'll, I'm going to be 100% honest with you all. I looked earlier today to see who's winning the championship, and it was tied, it was tied. six and a half hours ago. It was right. tied. So it, there, if, it, okay, if so nobody voted, if, if nobody, tied? I don't know. What do you want to do if there's a tie? We decide? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No? No, we'd, ha- we'd have to have an independent adjudicator. We do a, a coin flip? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, the coin. I don't have a coin. Do you have a coin? <laughs> um, we can find one. We can flip that bottle. Yeah, we, we spin the bottle. All right, let's just hope that somebody voted. 
Hopefully. So we're going to open I this up. So. In fact, I'm going to do this. Let's share this screen here. Nate, you're right. Yingling is very overrated. All right. So we're going to go in. But when in Rome. And you have tab, you've tabulated the results up until right now. Yeah. So I have, you know, I have scenarios, you have scenarios based on who wins. Freaking wazoo so right This now. is very exciting. And for those of you who are new to the live stream or you just listening, yeah. uh, we are in the fictional athletic trainer bracket down to the final two from our 64 um, fictional characters. The finals are Wanda versus Vision. Yes, it is. And I will say, so I use standard scoring of 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32. Oh, Hannah Chun says we, just can, so ask, we can ask Siri to flip a coin. That's what we'll do. Oh, I don't have Siri. Do you have, you have Siri? Okay. Yeah. I could ask Google. That's fine. Okay. We'll ask anyone. <laughs> All right. You ready? Should we open this up? Maybe it won't come down to a tiebreaker. Open it up, baby. Oh, God. Fat bracket. I'm oh, so nervous. I'm not going to lie. It is. Oh, my God. A tie. Jesus Christ. 60-60. Look at it. Oh, it's not. It's not. We have a winner. Who won? There were, oh. Well, who won? Um, 54% of the vote for Wanda. Wanda. 46% of the vote for Vision. Oh, I thought because it was a... Oh, so... Now we have 69 responses. You guys saw that before. It said 60. Nine people answered since I last opened this. So Wanda is your 2021 Fat Bracket champion. Congratulations to Wanda Maximoff. And Kevin is frantically tabulating over here. Look at him crunching the numbers. Hannah, can you ask a flip a coin? Never mind. I'm just kidding. Um, So, Kevin. You're you're a winner. Your your fat bracket winner of 2021. I hope I don't mess this up. And Ed, you're gonna have to Ed, you're gonna have to like let us know. Is Ed even on tonight? Is that on? I don't know. I don't think Ed's on. Oh, crap! Somebody text Ed. Um, Michaela Arjevich. Michaela Arjevich, you are the next contestant. Um. She won with 164 points. Wow. And I'm going to let you know. Yeah, let me know. That is freaking a lot of points. What was the winner last year? The winner last year was Nate. I don't know how many points he scored. Nate, do you remember how many points? But he did score this year. Wait, no, no, no. I think it was. No, no, no. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. Nate did score a lot of points. Yeah, last year. This year, too. Oh, okay. He, he did well. I mean. Oh, look at, look at, look at. Can you just, all right, can you just. What? Can you just go, if Vision would have won, can you have, look at, we so, got comments. Okay, oh. so if Vision would have won, your wife would have won. I know, and she just commented. Yes. She just said, son of a. So mm. le- legitimately, going into tonight, um, Michaela, which is, I think, one of Ed's athletes. Mm-hmm. Had 132 points, and she had Wanda winning. Your wife had 126 points with Vision winning. 126? Yeah. So she was, I mean, she was behind by six, but it just, they both had the championship right. Um, Honestly, if you didn't have the final four right, you probably, you were kind of like nowhere close. Yeah. There were, there were a couple people that were, for a little bit, like maybe they could win if X happened. Like, but 
there were a lot of people. Uh, there was somebody that was really close that Nate turned in, but it was blank. There was no name on it, but they had Thor winning. And that was the only one, like, that had, I think they had all the final four, but they had Thor, Thor in the championship and then Thor winning. Interesting. Um, yeah. What else do you want to know? Um, do you want to know how much you scored? Yeah. <laughs> how bad I did. Chad Henneberry had 50 points. Uh, is that a real number? That's your real number. That is I mean, so this bad. Is, well, this, I don't know. Everyone's complaining about how the results turned out this year. I'm not going to lie. Everyone felt like. You had 50 points minus the final four. I didn't count you after because I don't know what you had in the final four. I only had 74 points, but I I do think I had the final four almost correct. Like <laughs> I would have I would have scored like 100 points. Um, Other fun stuff. You want some fun stuff. So, Nate, uh, I mean, you didn't do as bad as you thought. You, you scored 137 points. The winner was 164. Um, so, Julie had 126? Yeah, going into the championship. And it just mattered who won. Like, How many points was the finals worth? 32. So, if you picked oh, the winner, it was 32. Gotcha. Um, if Vision would have won, it would have been Julie winning. And then Sonia... Fur Miller, gotcha. I don't know. Um, sorry if I don't. I like totally butchered your name. Um, there were a lot of good, 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 good brackets. Like I thought, for how weird all of it ended up being, and very not who would actually be the best athletic trainer <laughs> in certain areas. Um, there were some really good brackets. Now, there were two. Two people that had perfect regions. Oh, wow. Which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, Jen Holman had the top, like, the top left bracket. So the Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Zach Morris the being, vision. Yeah, vision, vision bracket. Um, Jen had that bracket f- perfect. And then there was a Cole Boulder. I think Rick Cox, it, it, he turned it in and maybe one of his athletes, they had the bottom left bracket perfect, like Ahsoka Tano and Bobby Boucher. Like they, I mean, and what I find very interesting is the upsets. The upsets were perfect in that bracket because it was Yoshi and it was Donkey, it was Bobby Boucher. I mean, it was pretty good. What a um, wild bracket. What else do you want to know? Uh ba 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 uh, um, Dylan, so, Dylan wants to know if you know how many points did he have. Yeah, totally. I'll, uh, no, I don't. But I'll I'll get back to you on that. We'll we'll DM you. All I know. Well, so amongst our, you know, so Rick last year sent in like a million brackets. This year, Ed beat him by five brackets. Oh, wow. Um, Ed, Ed sent us 46 brackets where Rick, I mean, the machine Rick only sent 41. I'm sorry. Now, um, I will say this. Rick and Dylan, I have to have a discussion with you because the lowest scores. Oh, yeah. Daniel Priest just asked what was the lowest score. The lowest scores were... Somebody named Deli, 
I think. They just, they just, it was just one one word, Delhi, D-L. And maybe it was just Del. It was Matthew I don't Della, Devo- Della Dova. Um, that was Rick Cox, athlete or coworker. I have no idea. Only scored 20 points. <laughs> I had 50. Yeah. I mean, 20 points. Just kidding. And then Dylan, some C. Carroll, only scored 25 points. Oof. Now, this, is, this was another surprising thing. So last year, Nate wanted everything, right? Mm-hmm. I believe Stephanie Thompson mm-hmm. was our runner-up. Correct. How many points do you think Stephanie Thompson scored this year? What did Nate I'm have? calling you out, Steph. What did Nate have? Nate had 137 this year. Then Steph had 138. 28. Oh, tough times. <laughs> Deli is Rick Cox's baseball coach. Oh, okay. Well, he knows nothing about athletic training. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I have? Oh, so we had Nate. I need to know the name of... so. Maybe I'll I'll send you this, but it's K. It's Kelly Hurricksky. No, no, no. Is that the uh, one with all the wording? Yes. Everywhere it's Kelly. It. it oh. she, yeah, I know who it is. It said R O U L T or yeah, something. Yeah, she got married. I don't. I don't oh, know gotcha, her. gotcha, gotcha. I don't know her. That name. was insane. I like. I would love to share that. Share that on social media or something. I'm I'm sure Kelly won't mind. Now, here's the only bad thing: is that all the research that Kelly did. She only scored 36 points. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, let's see here. Anything else? No, that's kind of what I had. I will find out. I'm sorry. Dylan, I usually more prepared than that. Yeah, it's, right. It's in there somewhere. Okay. So we're going to, we got our top five, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, so that was a, oh, you know what? Do you want to do? Oh, you so, wanna, well, yeah. We, yeah, we have to. Well, I mean, real so quickly, Wanda. Wanda wins this year. MacGyver won last year. Yeah. Of go, the two. You go for it. Um, MacGyver versus Wanda. I think that I'm going to have to go with Angus in this situation. The key word, when you think of MacGyver, you think about how resourceful he is. And I think that's. That's like probably one of the strongest words when describing an athletic trainer is resourceful. You don't always have the answer, but you're going to be able to come up with some kind of work through, um, or you're going to be able to manufacture some sort of outcome. And that's what MacGyver does. Um, it's no, there's no secrets. There's no magic. It's just using your head improvising, um, and being calm under pressure. And that's what MacGyver is. So to me, and it's not even close, I think as we went longer in this tournament, mm-hmm. the less I was inclined to vote for Wanda, um, she had, again, I said this in last week's episode, she would be very good in a fight. I don't know if she'd make a great athlete trainer. I don't know what the allure is other than she can make objects float. That's kind of a cool party trick. Well, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Kelly's notes yep. to help me here. Go ahead. Um, and I think I'd agree with you. I think 2020's winner would actually beat Wanda. And number one, Kelly said the same thing that I think I said earlier. Um, she's emotionally unstable. 
She yeah. can't hand, she can't they, she, these these wild swings of emotion. And that's what like I'm in a glass case of emotion. Yeah. I mean that that's what makes her sometimes a really good superhero. But as an athletic trainer, we're not we're not really superheroes. We are. We have to go the other way. Yeah. We have to take the sometimes the emotion that's out why of the situation. I thought Hawkeye should have won. And then now I also thought Vision would have been a better athletic trainer than Wanda. You know who you want to know who'd been perfect? <laughs> Dembe? Dembe. <laughs> Son of a Listen, people, watch Blacklist and you'll know what's happening. Yeah. I okay, so we did ha- we had a lot of athlete submissions, which is what we want, right? I mean, the whole goal of the fat bracket is to get people talking about yeah. what makes a really good athletic trainer. Correct. So having that conversation with your athletes, filling out these brackets is 99.9% of the fun. The 0.1% of everything else is us talking about it, who wins the bracket, this and yeah. that, this and that. An athlete's going to win because that athlete probably has a kick-ass athletic trainer named Ed, and they understand what a good athletic trainer is. Yeah, and so we'll have to reach out to Ed and their athlete and, and send them some swag and... I know we had said that we want to uh, offer the live stream to them. I don't know if an athlete will want to come on the live stream. No, but I mean, at maybe, least we can offer it, or maybe they can pass it along or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Ed has somebody, a coworker that wants to do it. Or yeah, something. Uh, uh, Dylan, I do have your results. Chad, you scored fifty. Oh, Dylan. Dylan if you scored. Had 51, if you have fifty-one, I'm gonna. You didn't. You said I had fifty before the final four. I'll check. But Dylan had 52. Fucker. <laughs> Congratulations, Dylan. I'll buy you a beer next year in Philly. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you know what? Someone just did it. Oh, God. Okay, so that's your fictional athletic trainer segment. It is. For the week. And Do we have anything else? And I We mean, have, yeah, we have for the week, our top five. For the, for the month. Like the month of March? I mean, all of that crap. Holy cow. Kevin, top five a, this week. What a freaking month we're having. I know. Top five. Give it to me. We asked 100 athletic trainers, Kevin. Yeah. How many rolls of tape do you think you go through in a given year? All right. You ready? No. <laughs> 1,664. Hold on. 1,664? Yep. All right. 3,328. How many cases is that? <laughs> in fact, people wrote down some in cases, and I, I really, literally, okay. because so, I don't do the ordering, I didn't know how many rolls are in a case. Is right. it 24? Is it 48? Not always. No, it, it depends. Your your typical, like, say, Johnson & Johnson, inch and a half tape, Yeah, I think there's 32 rolls in that. Okay. Bailey, if Bailey was here, she'd tell us how many ro- rolls are in the Howie's um, tape. I think there's... 24 in your typical like power flex case. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think you, you, I don't think you see 48 very often, but you will see smaller cases too of like your inch or half inch tape and things like that. Okay. So I, I based everything off of 32, right 32. Yep. And then I kind of just fudged numbers. So, 1,664 is one case a week. Okay. That's how many rolls that is. Man. 3,328 
It's two cases a week. There you go, Chad. Yeah. 6,656. Four <laughs> cases a week. 6,032. I don't know. <laughs> All I did is I added, like, okay, if I went 52 weeks with one case of 32, and then I went 52 weeks of a case of 24, and another case of 24, and another case of 24, what would that be? Or something like that. Wow. Yeah. And then my last, but not least, 8,000. And 42. Price is right here, Kevin. You all overbid. Dang. <laughs> I all mean, right. Because everybody went by cases? No, a few people did. I don't know. I mean, really? You don't it, go through a case a table week? Here, we'll get into that. That's why right. we do this. Question. Yeah. We had a tie for fourth place this week. Um, five responses apiece. Oh, Chad. 300, 300 rolls. So that's that's less than one roll of tape a day. 300 yeah. rolls. That, I mean, really? That's what five people said. Okay. Um, five people also said 1,000. Okay. We're, so we're getting closer. Three, three rolls a day almost. Just under three rolls a day. Yeah, I, it's probably, well, I mean. All right. And now, granted, yeah, I mean, most people aren't working 52 yeah. weeks a year. So. We just talked about 10-month contracts. Yep. Uh, okay, we had a tie for second place, and this is underwhelming. Um, six people said too many to count. They didn't have a guess. I mean, we had so many, quite a few, a lot. Uh, we also had six people that said, I have no idea. I just <sighs> tape. I don't, I don't count. I don't, whatever. Guesstimate. So, I know. It's so much less fun when they don't play along. Jerks. And in first place, with eight responses, 200 rolls a tape a year. 200. 200 rolls of tape. We had a couple people say a fuck ton Ooh. or a metric ton. Of- I mean, think about this. Think about if, right. you, if you're... If you have a football team, you're you're if, a, if, you're a, I think that's the thing. Most No, I understand. I understand. But like if you're a college football athletic trainer, you're probably doing 50 a day. At least, I would think. I mean, you might not be taping everyone. You might be bracing some. Sure. Okay. Maybe. I, fair fair enough, but I I bet you're going through a box of tape a day. And that's, I mean, we that's had fi- that's thirty-two times three hundred and can well, we, not three hundred sixty-five, but it's probably you know what? Let's you know, let's tweet at Rick Burkholder Pro ATC. Okay, I would love to know how many you you're the ro- Twitter. Yeah, thing. I'll, I'll I'm going to do that. I would like to know how many rolls of tape Rick goes through a year. I'll you know what? And I'll text our good friend Dave Yeager. Yes, and I'll ask him how many freaking boxes of tape he orders a year. Um, we had three people said twenty-five cases. Uh, okay, that's okay, half. So that's half see. of what I originally put, or number one I put. Twenty, yeah. So I saw. Let's see, twelve thousand eight hundred was on here. A million. Somebody was joking. Twelve boxes, eight cases, fifteen cases. Two people said the limit does not exist. Nice little Mean Girls reference. Uh, four people. The next would have been twenty five hundred. Five thousand. I mean, but mostly it was in the hundreds, in the hundreds more often than not. So, Kevin, let me ask this. 
When was the last time you taped someone? Does, like, K-tape count? Nope. <laughs> when was the last time you white-taped, used a, a, a traditional white-tape on a person? Because you're in a, a non-traditional setting. Two years. It's been two years since you've... Uh, at least. ...done an ankle, like a, a figure eight, a heel lock... Been no, two it years. has not. It has not. I ta- I taped is, your fiance just a couple months ago. Yeah, because you were out of town. I was out of town though. Um, that's fascinating to me. That I will. This is what I'll say. I have. I know. I taped one person. Like one. I have a high school athlete that sees me. He had an ankle sprain. He was going from treatment from me to a practice, and he brought tape. And he was like, "Could you tape me?" And I said, "Sure." Um, that therefore he didn't, he didn't have to like waste time. Um, not that wasting time would have been going to this athletic trainer at his high school. It just was more efficient if I did it there at the clinic. Cause you were already in front of, yeah, he was already in front of you. Yeah. And so I've taped one ankle. I did that one time. That's mind blowing. Since I've had my new job. Sure. So one of the questions I get most often from athletes is, how many tank ankle tapes have you done in your career? Mm. Um, what do you think? How many do you think you've done in your entire career? Um, that's tough. Uh, I, Six thousand six hundred and fifty-six in your career. Yeah, yeah, but I—it's probably not right. That's a lot I mean, of ankles. That's a lot of ankles. And I was baseball. I mean, we had how many? How many baseball players would get their ankle taped? Every year was different. Um, I had I had a three-year span where I taped somebody's both of their ankles for every single game. Sure. Um. And yes, I didn't like it, and I wanted them to not tape, but they were not. They were at a They're status particular. that they could dictate, um, mandate. the The most amount of ankles I was taping at one time was probably I had three to four athletes that needed their ankle taped, and just one ankle every game. For a couple month period, that that was the extent of like ankle taping for me. Like that sure. was that was the busiest and like, oh my gosh, like I'm taping a lot of ankles right now. I'm I'm flying through this white tape. Blah 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 blah. Like other than that, in my world, you did not tape a lot of ankles. Sure, didn't do a lot of taping at all. Yeah, I I'm. St- Kind of in a similar boat with yeah. the college baseball. I've got an athlete right now that's getting taped basically just for games. But you were soccer too for years. Yeah, that was the thing. I would pro- I would say, I. but here's the thing. When I first started with soccer, nobody wanted their ankle taped. They wanted ankle, they wanted, they want, they didn't want to feel like their ankle was restricted. 
because they were soccer players. They used their feet and their ankles and the running and they wanted to feel the ball and the touch. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) And then as I got later in like four, fast forward, like to the end of my soccer career, everybody wanted to get taped all the time. It was so bizarre why there was a shift in like the mindset of the, the, the soccer athlete. I would say I averaged probably about three ankle tapes a week, 150 a year, yeah. roughly. Um, so probably about 2000 in my career, three a week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe more, maybe four a week. I don't know. Cause like I random athletes I come in and ask, yeah. I guarantee I've done a thousand. Yeah. And now it's just exactly like a loose estimate. Imagine if you were, you know, the assistant athletic trainer for the, I don't know, LSU Tigers or something. I mean, that's just, that's a month. That's a month. You know, Scott Garrett said probably 2000 in his career. Dylan says in hockey tapes, almost zero ankles a year. So is that like negative Dylan? Like negative one ankles, <laughs> almost zero negative ankles, negative. Um, Brady Pollard said that my GA position four cases lasted me a year, very small school. Now with COVID much larger high school, I would say less than two boxes since we didn't have football. Um, I will say this. I have like a container that I put my white tape in like last year. I think it, I can put 12 rolls of tape in this little container. I think that lasted me the entire season last year. I didn't have to restock it once. Now I flew through power flex. Yeah. Power flex and stretch tape for wrists. Yeah. Um, but white tape last year, 12 rolls got me through an entire season. It was incredible. And most of that was the coaches trying to hang stuff on the mm-hmm. the board. So, yeah, I think in baseball you run through more tape cuz coaches needed to hang stuff in the dugout and Bat handles. Yeah, bat handles. Just went through that this weekend. Uh, Nate says he's sorry, but not sorry. Taping ankles is one of his favorite things to do in athletic training. It is something I we're known agree. for. Totally agree. It's a skill. Bree Sage says she goes through about 12 to 14 boxes a year in a normal year at her high school. Um, Tim says, Tim wants to know, Tim Prawl, our buddy, says he wants to know the rank order of sports for most ankle tape jobs. Well, it's got to be football one, basketball two, I would think. Football one, Iowa. basketball two, soccer, volleyball. Probably in that order. In my in my experience at in college at, at our school, Tim, if we would have had football, yeah, yeah, you're. I mean, you're definitely football is number one. No, and no, that might, no doubt about it. Football. That might just be the volume of athletes correct. rather than correct. If, you know, if if you went per athlete, maybe it's maybe it's different. And it might be different now. Like now that I think athletic trainers across the board have kind of like shied away from taping. I was just go- thinking right? that. I think yeah. if you if you would have looked at the amount of Brace tape first. being used, yeah, twenty five thirty years ago, I bet there'd be more tape being used. And then it was this huge push of brace yeah but then i also think now it's even now it's like yeah i think it's no like you need you need to not be restricted Mm -hmm. um use your muscles 
Use those muscles. <laughs> all right. We good on all that stuff? I don't know. What are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> We're going to go to our feature topic. Okay. <laughs> on a happier note, Kevin. What? Tell oh, me wait. Tell you, me no, no, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Your final four. You had Wanda in your final four. <laughs> so therefore, so I had at least you scored 40, 48 more points. No, it wouldn't. I get sixteen for Wanda going no. to the finals and thirty-two. No, you had Wanda in your final four. Oh, but not not advancing. Correct. You had I Wanda had, oh, losing had to, to Dembe. Dembe. God damn it! <laughs> so you scored eight more points. So you scored fifty-eight points. Yeah, Dylan's buying me a root beer. <laughs> <laughs> that microphone probably got real hot because I yelled into whoop, it. Whoop, whoop. I love free rip beers. Rip beers. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> I'll still buy you beer. I'm sure we will. Oh. Many, many of beers. Kevin. Maybe, maybe a whiskey's. Tell me, tell me, well, you've touched on this before, but let's talk about the I value. I have not touched anything. You've, I, no, 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 no. Now without permission. What's the value in athletic training? In your opinion, a loaded topic. It is great. You bring up Chad. Holy cow! Um, so some people know. If you listen to the podcast, you might kind of know. Like, uh, baseball left baseball. Now I work at a clinic. It's a different style of clinic. It's a cash based practice clinic. Um, my dream as an athletic trainer when I was in. When I was in baseball, I was going to put my years in. I was going to get my my pension. I was going to I was going to get everything that I could to maximize my time there. And then I was going to leave. And then I wanted to open my own place where I could be a professional athletic trainer for everybody else. I could be a one stop shop. That if you come to me, we can talk about your symptoms of being sick. We can talk about your uh, symptoms of your shoulder pain. We can talk about why you have back pain. We could talk about like, you know, losing weight. We could talk about being healthier. We could like. You wanted to have a a consultation business. Yes. I want, I wanted, I never understood why our healthcare system was set up that you needed to go to a doctor that knew a lot of stuff and had to go through all these years. And I respect all physicians. I have a, fantastic physician that I rely on all the freaking time. But all of our athletes come to us first. First line of defense. We are the first line of defense. And your your regular old Joe Schmo, Marianne, whatever in Milwaukee, Wisconsin or Boulder, Colorado, or wherever you are, doesn't have an athletic trainer that they can just go to first. Marianne makes me think Gilligan's Island. Yeah. That's a fat. And the skipper too. That's a fat. Um, thank you, Ray Don. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think, so when I, when I left baseball and I got my job, it was my next step to creating that. It was, it was, I was now trying to impart what I've learned and what I've done with athletes my entire career with everybody else. And my clinic is 
very, very open and it's, it's actually like structured to do that. Um, it's called structural elements. If you want to check it out. Um, you just mentioned something that's super, super interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I think in what, when, when most people think value and as uh-huh. athletic trainers, as a profession, we're, we're pushing this whole, we have to show value to increase mm-hmm. basically our salaries. Yeah. We have to prove that we're not a money sucking department. We're not because in all of these sports, we're only drawing money from the bottom line. We're not, we're yeah. not really providing any sort of revenue. Mm-hmm. So people like, that's why it's hard for us to get more uh-huh. salaries and stuff. Yeah. But what you just said, and so we're always trying to prove value. And I think everyone wants to, to prove it by um, X amount of games decreased, you know, like if you, if you can keep a player on the field X amount of time more than you're saving you know, revenue or whatever. I'm listening. But I think the, I mean, the money is one side of it. But I think what you said that's really most interesting to me is it's the information that we pass to the athlete or the client. I think that's really where the value in what we do is not necessarily, uh, you know, the, the saying is you can give a person a, a fish or teach them how to fish. Like when we talk to our athletes and show them how to take care of themselves, that's value. Mm-hmm. So that when they get done being our athlete and they go on to live life and they understand how to take care of things, I think that's the value of athletic training. Not necessarily the, mm-hmm. hey, can we get David or Donna back on the court or the field a week earlier than they would have had we not been there, but can we teach David and Donna how to take care of themselves? So when you talk about the con- the consulting business and the information, that to me is where the value in athletic training comes. Like Donna Pinciotti from yeah, Saturday she lost. Saturday. Did she win the first round? No, she, she lost, lost the first round. I don't remember who. I, well, I counted it was a, a seven ten. It was a seven ten yeah, matchup, was, wasn't it? Yeah, or is this six eleven? Seven ten, I think. Yeah. She might have lost to Mike Wazowski. I'm watching you. <laughs> um, no, you are 100% right in that this, like, the value of athletic training might be where we're, we're not looking at it from the right lens. Um, I have learned many valuable lessons since leaving the traditional setting of athletic training. And one of the first things I learned was that the general population needs athletic trainers. They need people to give them the basics of how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. We do it all the time. Like, so I remember having conversations really early in my clinic with say the 45 year old, like firemen that like wants to continue to be able to like play with their kids, do their job, but then also play on the softball team on the weekend without their back hurting. And I remember giving them six exercises to do that were out of the box thinking. They were all about like 
hip mobility and then thoracic mobility, core stability, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, it was too much for him. Like he didn't, he didn't, it was like he loved the fact that I was giving him a program to do, but it was, it was too far advanced. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was so used to thinking so far out of the box because all of my athletes knew how they should, ah, this is what glute engagement means and blah, 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 blah. Like whatever, like my core is strong. Like, but I learned the better thing to teach every other person was the basic fundamentals of movement and how those basic fundamentals, and I'm talking about breathing and core and posture and all these other things that they can be so impactful for the rest of your life that I can't afford to not teach you these basic fundamentals because you've never been taught them and you're 50 years old. And now you're trying to ski down a black diamond run in wherever and now your knees hurt. Nate says, make sure that the firefighter isn't running in a treadmill with shoulder pain, though. (laughs) (laughs) At least not in Arkansas. (laughs) Well Full circle. (laughs) Well, I think it was a police officer, though, wasn't it? No, it was a firefighter. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Yingling. Here we come, Philly. I think, so in my career now, my value has become... I want to be the resource for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like I was a, I was a pretty good resource for a very small amount of people for a while that pushed me to be a better resource. But now I want to take all of that and like give it to everybody else. And I think, I mean, it's no surprise. Like I'm loving what I'm doing. I, um, you brought up money, right? Like from the standpoint of we have, we don't have a lot of power in the idea of when we go to our administrations as athletic trainers and say, you know, am I going to get a pay raise this year? And they're like, well, you know, it's just really not in the cards. Our argument back is, well, I've been here and I've been a loyal employee. Some people really don't give a flying fuck. If you've been a, like a loyal employee. No, there's a business model. It says yep. just find the cheapest yeah. source of labor. And how much have you brought into this company? Right? Correct. So luckily I've, I've become my own company and every ounce of effort that I put into my company makes me a dollar. And I want to 100% express to athletic trainers that, I think there's more there and there there's more to this idea of if if we if we band together we can figure out how to be based on our efforts more valuable. And I think maybe less about you know, I'm a loyal employee, but no, like I am the consultant for everybody. And you know what consultants get to manage a portfolio of a marketing firm or manage a portfolio of financial firms and this and that? Like a shit ton of money. I'm talking about your health. When you are sick, boss, 
like administrator, athletic director, um, I, you know, at a high school or whatever, like where, who do you go to? You go to me and that's valuable. And if, do you want somebody that trusts that you can trust and that puts in the work and that is loyal to everybody? That's me. And that's my value. My value is that I'm available to you to be that consultant, to be that first line of defense, to be that first responder. I mean, very hot, you know, take right now or word right now. And I think I love that my career has taught me or brought me to being that much closer to I'm the first line that a lot of my patients go to. I need you to tell me whether or not I should go to the doctor. I need you to tell me whether or not this is more serious than just my hips are out of the line. I need like whatever, whatever. Yeah. I think that's the fun part about what you've been able to uh, parlay your career into is that like in my world, I get told here's the, here's the 40 baseball players you're working with and the 40 cross country kids that you're working with this year. Mm -hmm. And so I take care of those kids. Well, your your number, your you can see What's as your many. Number? Yeah, well, that was going to be a topic <laughs> here on one of these shows. Oh, um, this just in. Yeah. Chad's number's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, you're not listening anymore, are you? Um, so, like I was saying, I think what you've been able to parlay is it's actually cool to open it up, and I love the idea of a consulting. I've talked about that on this show as I've gotten deeper into my career. I treat the profession more like a consulting business. I don't care about how many hands-on treatments I do anymore. I care more about how many conversations I have with an athlete to tell them, hey, here's what I think is going on, and here's what I think you need to do in order to get back on the field faster. Yeah, we can do A, B, C, and D um, treatments, mm -hmm. but unless you're willing to do X, Y, and Z yourself, it's going to continue to bother you. So I think I, for me, that's where I think the value is in the conversation and the information. And like you said, being that, that consulting role. I, okay. So I'm, I'm bringing this little full circle. Yeah, please. From do. the standpoint of um, two gentlemen that were very kind to say some very kind words about me at the beginning of this show. Those two guys challenged me to become a better athletic trainer. They, they had things that have happened to them as athletes that have made me gain knowledge about how to take care of what was happening with them. What I think as athletic trainers we forget is how much we could impart that on everybody else. I think way too many of us stick to the 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 um traditional basics and then every once in a while we throw in these little gems of what we need to do those guys actually both of them um Preston before Josh but particularly Preston I had to think so far out of the box to try and main like get him to stay on the field that there are times that 
I'm talking to one of my patients and I explain an exercise and how that exercise should be happening or how you should feel when you're standing in line at the grocery store to pay for your groceries, I had to think about the basics of human movement so much and how you can harness this little power and feeling throughout your body that when I talk about that with one of my patients, some of them are like, whoa, like that's unbelievable. Like I've never heard somebody talk about how to be a human in space before like that. And then they keep coming back to me. Those are my aha moments with my patients. I think the aha moments with your athletes keep going with those aha moments because now when you get to have that conversation with coaches, you get to have those conversations with parents, you get to have those conversations with administration, like they will look at you like you are a freaking God sometimes. They will look like, like, I don't understand. Like, like, wait, do you have, do you have a master's degree? Do you have a doctorate? No, I just, I have a bachelor's. I just really care about what I do. So the sad part is that the administrators will never understand that that's the aha moments that you have with your athletes, with those breakthroughs that you have with your clients or your athletes um, that go beyond getting them on the field maybe a few days early. Like that's like the good stuff. Like the administrators mm-hmm. will never understand how valuable that is and put a dollar sign to it. That's the sad part. I, and I would, I would definitely agree with you that like, it's really hard to put that dollar sign to it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is keep trying to have conversations with your administration about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause your, your administration is, they're going to be people that are like, Wow, like I never, like I actually, I never thought about like my ankle, you know, range of motion and why that could be a, affecting my back pain. Like, hmm, maybe I should talk to you about this more often. So we asked the people on the live stream what they thought the value in athletic training was. Dylan said helping people accomplish their goals in sport and life. Um, Nate said the ability to break complex things down so that the layperson can grasp the what and the why things are going wrong. Thought that was really well said. Rick said the ability to treat a lot of injuries, illnesses, gen med conditions, being in charge of emergency situations, and also being the one who sees the athlete patient every day is how I think we provide value. So very well said by everyone. Yeah. And it, it is. And I, I mean, even, you know, Nate saying like the sad thing is that like our health system is just, it's, it's about referrals and you're totally right. And I, um, I spent a small time in that referral world and I, oh my God, I hated it. Yeah, hated, I hated, did too. Hated. It, it was and frustrating. I, and I, I all like, I left it in a hard, hard way. And, and here's, here's why. Sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Keep going. The, the hard part about it is why do I have to refer out when I can take care of this? The hardest thing about it. Look, just give them more time with me and we'll Correct. figure it out. Correct. So, like, and that's so, I get it. The money is in the physical therapy, and that's whatever. But it's not in your money. Not in my it's money. It's somebody else's money. And that's where, and I'm not trying to, like, take everybody out of sports. But I will say, if that is something that is in your life, 
There are options. Yeah. Like there are options. I found it. I will, I guarantee you that I will be a resource in the future of finding more positions like me. And I really hope that more and more athletic trainers can see a career path like I've had. Um, not that it hasn't been hard, but I will say it's been really rewarding. I feel like I'm on this, on this path of really, really great stuff as far as you are valued as an athletic trainer. I am valued as a therapist. I am valued as a member of a community that is a healthcare provider and people look to me first and I can't be happier about it. I really can't. I miss greatly somebody saying, here's your 40 guys and take care of them. I actually really do miss that. I miss Josh. I miss Preston. I miss those guys. But from my career standpoint and having a whole life, I mean, holy cow, it's been great. Yeah, there are pros and cons to all of it. And there's times where I'm in this and I'm like, man, Kevin's Kevin's got to figure it out, you know. And there's times where I'm super happy to be sitting at a ball field watching what I'm doing. Agreed. You know, it goes. Totally agreed. There's ebbs and flows to everything and pros and cons. And I, one, I still think one of the best shows we ever did was our sacrifices episode where we talked about, look, there are things about this profession that are great. And there are things that are really frustrating about this profession. And you just have to figure out what is important to you. And I think yeah. that's exactly why we do this podcast is to remind everybody, look, you, you're going to have to pick and choose your, your battles, your frustrations, mm-hmm. your happy times. That sounded weird, uh, but um, you know my, what? It's not. It's not all. Time, <laughs> Nobody interrupts me during my personal. Time. <laughs> oh hell! You know where I, You know what I meant. You get it. You get uh-huh. the gist. So. Absolutely. Hit the music. Let's, Let's wrap this thing up. We got one more announcement for the people. What's the next announcement? So we're talking about value. Yeah. As a profession. But we're gonna we're gonna back up and we're gonna we're gonna just talk about this show. So thank you for sticking to the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin and I have been we're working really hard. So athletic training month, national athletic training month is now going to be over. We're gonna go back. Uh, we won't be doing the public live streams. If you want to jump on the live streams with us, you will have to get a membership. Yeah. But Kevin and I have been talking about where is the value in becoming an athletic training candidate athletic training member. And here's here's our promise to you all out there is we are working to support the athletic trainer. We want to make your lives better. Um, and we mentioned this uh, last week. We have this quote-unquote phase three. So we are seeking companies that want to work with us that are going to give value to you. We're working on behalf of the athletic trainer. Um, maybe to get a discount on clothing, food, beverages, whatever it might be. Maybe it's CEU opportunities. Maybe it's professional liability. We want to represent the athletic trainer. We want to make the life of the athletic trainer better. So if you are a member, we are currently seeking all, we have have emails out. We We are doing our best to give you value. So if you know anybody, if you know, if you're connected to a company, you know, they're the athletic trainers out there that are listening to this athletic trainers are what they're connected to a lot of people. So if you know somebody at a company that should be affiliated with us, 
and that we should be affiliated with them. I mean, give a, give them your, our information. Give us their information. We would love to be connected to them because in reality, all we care about is that all of our members are being taken care of. Yeah. Um, so if want- there's something that you guys want, let us yeah. know. Like, hey, we would love we would love to get discount on tickets. Yeah. And we'll reach sure. out to a ticket provider and say, look, we represent athletic trainers. Yeah, why not? Can you give us a deal for our for our, our listeners? Whatever it might be. Yeah. If there's something that you're interested in, let us know what we're going to ask. We're going to go to bat for you guys because, you know what, that's what we're about. We are about yeah. the athletic trainers and making athletic trainer lives better. That's what, what we're doing. Would we love to make $14 million a year doing this podcast? Absolutely. But that's not what it's about. It's about actually having more members listening to this, having real conversations about athletic training, have candid athletic training conversations. So that being said, go to candidathletictraining.com. Get your membership. Uh, Remember, check out those memberships. There's different tiers. I mean, pick the one that most suits you, but I think you should do at least Candomania, if not the full Johnson. And then also, you know, check out that shop. If you want a hat, that's where you can get it. If you want a shirt, if you want a sweatshirt, even buy a sweatshirt for a loved one. I mean, why not? Go to CanadaAthleticTraining.com. You can also, when you are a member, remember that when you are a member, <laughs> leave forum topics, okay? what We want to know what you want to talk about. We can come up with stuff all day long. We can come up with stupid conversations that we can always have. But what do you want to talk about? We would love to talk about what you want to talk about. And as this live thing is keeps growing, I think that's the most important thing is that we're having a conversation between us and you. So CandidAthleticTraining.com, Candid underscore ATC is all the social media platforms. Candid Athletic Training gmail at gmail.com is our email healthyroster.com is our main sponsor they're the most amazing company that you would ever want to work with dan and everybody over there are so wonderful love those folks to death we couldn't do this without them so healthyroster.com thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you ryan brew fitness here up in milwaukee our hometown and anything else Oh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Not, not, not